0: Uh, hey, good evening. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep? Trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's got you tossing and turning... You know, if, you're, if your mind's running, or you can't keep, you say you're trying to figure something out, or you can't, you can't forget something. Whatever it is, I'm gonna distract you from that. I'm gonna tell a story. It's gonna be my voice will be as lulling, soothing. The story will be meandering. It, it, it'll be, but, but point, somewhat pointless, a little bit dull, forged. In neither a forge nor a, you know, or anything containing any iron or fire. Forge in a plush, uh, with a plush, uh, what the hell are those things called? It's a uh, anvil. Forged in at in a plush an, anvil uh, with a, a plush hammer and, um, you know, liquid... You know, with feathers uh, instead of uh, molten metal. That's how my stories are forged. A little bit of plush, a little bit of leather. A little, no, feathers, not leather. Oh boy. No, no leather here. <laughs> a little bit of pleather, probably. And uh, you know, you see a bit of silliness clearly because Jesus, this guy does—he he speaks words. He doesn't even—he's laughing at his own words because he says, "Jeez, where'd that word come from?" Oh, it came out of your mouth, sir. But that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to start telling a story. You could call me your boar friend. You could call me your boar bro, your boar cuz, your boar sib. Whatever, whatever makes you comfortable. The I mean, key thing is you don't got to call me. I show up on your uh, R- your RSS podcast feed, you know, semi-uninvited, but, but I'm just there. It's like I'm the neighbor, you know, standing, you know, say, hey, neighbor, come, out, come on, you know, oh, did you call me? You needed me to come over and tell you some uh, uh, lolling tales of... Uh, packed full of, uh, boredom, you know, do, should I bring my, uh, plush iron, my plush, uh, what, what is it called again, uh, anvil, and, you know, I, I have my, uh, bib, my pleather bib, you know, my fake, uh, I pretend I'm a smithy of story, stories that don't go anywhere, well, they can't, they go somewhere, but it takes, you know, it's like, well, I guess this, this is the podcast equivalent of a su- Sunday drive, now, if you were born, If you're under 30 or maybe even under 35, you might be like, what the hell's a Sunday drive back when gas didn't cost any money and people only had broadcast television or, you know, they had cable, but cable was, you know, didn't have uh, high-quality programming and you didn't have any DVRs and it it wasn't anything that you say Sunday afternoon if, if it's not, you know, your sporting season. You say, geez, I can't sit around in the house with all these kids and get, you know, God, we don't have, a, you know, some sort of entertainment unit for each child here. Let's pack them in the car. We'll drive around. Uh, you know, I'll turn on the radio. We'll get out of the car. We'll go to the bathroom. We'll look at something. And you say, honey, well, honey, where are you planning on going? Sunday drive, my dear. I, I, we'll find out as we, it's about the journey. And she said, well, what is it about the jury? Well, we got to get this whole Sunday and we got nothing to do. So let's, you know, kill three or four hours here with the Sunday drive. You know, the kids, it helps their my medulla be the vibrations of the road. The dulcet sounds, NPR on a Sunday. the, the uh, oh, you are, Honey, you already said the dulcet. Oh, I was going to say the hum of the tires. Well, that's the same thing as the... Okay, dear. And, uh, you know, you pack the kids in. They'll ask for ice cream. We'll say, well, I mean, you know, no. And they'll act out, but it's this is how we do things. Well, You know, we're going to go down that one road, State Route, County 5. You know, we heard about the hickory tree that was split in the great storm of recent times. And they say it looks like a dragon's face, so we let's go look at that. I don't even know how to get there. We don't have any convenient GPS apps or a forum that says, you know, tree, tree face forum. Where you say, no, that tree doesn't look like a dragon. It doesn't look like anything, is it? You know, we'll find out. That's this podcast. And if you, you see, if you've been on a Sunday drive, you're like, man, I thought a Sunday drive was dull and pointless. This guy's description of a Sunday drive. Well, in some sense, it really does a Sunday drive justice. He didn't mention the tears or the trauma that I... He just mentioned it and say, gee, well, remember, he'll say, oh, you know, oh, all things considered on the weekend, and hey, maybe you get a little you know, garrison keeler who may have been supplanted in my subconscious that led to this podcast from my Sunday drives. And you say, well, gee, okay, say, all right. I do remember, you know, to, to to steal my nerves, I would drift off into some state of sleepy state as a child. It was also because my father refused to roll the windows down and gave us all a double dose of Benadryl. But, uh, so that's this podcast. It's kind of like a Sunday drive, but way more convenient. No relatives, no parental, well, no parental figures you know, from your family, it might be like, yeah, well, there's Grandpa Joe in the story. And they say, okay, well. A... So, say, geez, if my most boring relative descri- would describe to me for hours on end her version of Sunday Drives, oh, I remember when I... But it's not that boring. It's not that boring. Because I say, well, geez, just in case you can't fall asleep, I said, well, geez, I talked about the hickory tree with the dragon face. And then if I was I said, Well, I remember that storm like it was yesterday. It was it was a mild storm. So that's the podcast, basically. I'm here to help you fall asleep. I do it, I'm your boyfriend. You just fall asleep whenever you want. My goal is to have you listen to me instead of you know, and say, Okay, everybody in the brain, quiet down. Sunday drive time, we're not in charge, this uh, guy speaking, he's narrating what's outside the windows. But the thing is, you fall asleep whenever you want, you know, there's not going to be any quiz, I'm not going to be disappointed, I'll be happy for you if you fall asleep, alright? Uh, I'm trying to think, any, if there's, you know, the, the thing is, I'm trying to think if there's anything critical I should tell you, but there really isn't, you turn it on, see how it goes, I hope i help you fall asleep, alright? Uh, we're on the web, com. You can email me a feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me probably quicker at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. You can get me on Facebook. You can join our, you know, semi-private Facebook community. I think it's a closed community, so you say, hey, I want to join. And, we'll, you know, our moderators, our moderators... Alexandra and Laura—they'll let you join. That's at Facebook. Uh, what? No, no. Sleep with me. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Let me take that back. It's uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, and I'll take you straight to the Facebook group. No, nothing does You know, no charge, no application process. You know, and you could join there. People, people talk about fun stuff there. I try to stay out of the way. Uh, because you say, "Jesus, well, you might say, did you guys, I never knew you could smell someone's breath on uh, over the podcast, but your scooter has, must not be brushing his teeth, because somehow digitally, and they say, well, okay. And then poor Alexandra has to craft the email. Hey, scooter, you know, positive point one. Oh, by the way, I, oh, I was just in here talking to my dentist. And they were telling me about this thing called halitosis. You might have heard of it. You know, coffee and poor. You know, you could you brush your teeth, okay? Positive point two. Have a great day. So she'll take care. Alexandra Laurel take care of it. You, you, the, 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 let me know about my breath or anything else. So you don't gotta worry. You go there. You talk about whatever you wish. That's a Facebook group. You can comment on the website. I'd love to hear from you. This weekend, it's Sunday night now. I'm doing the opening tonight, and then I'm going to try to... I don't know how I'm going to get the episode done for Tuesday, but if you're listening to this on Tuesday, I got it done. I've been uh, uh, under the gun, a lot going on, just regular life stuff. And and then it's like I already cut it close with the podcast, so... But what was my point? I actually had a point in there, and oh so sorry if I'm behind and getting back to people and it's just been it just been busy 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 I got a wedding coming up here this week for somebody and other stuff so but but you know living life uh you know when you know when I can i mean honestly we talk I, I like uh I was in situations one two possibly three, where I had to you know, talk to, you know, work on my social skills. So it's been great, you know, being busy and having to be a stretch. A lot of stretching this past uh, two months or something. So, uh, you know, i a bit like saltwater taffy, but, to, you know, see, geez, this will be my last. Geez, what flavor of saltwater taffy is But Pl- plain. Uh, he's definitely not butterscotch, but, you know, because we like him. Uh, but he's an acquired taste like butterscotch or anise. But nowhere near, you know, you say, well, geez, I had some taffy. What color was it taffy? A taupe. I think it was a taupe. It wasn't white. It wasn't a, it was a taupe, t- taupe taffy. So that's me, taupe taffy at bedtime. You could chew me all night. I won't get stuck in your hair. Won't mess up your teeth. You know, hopefully I did. It's like, a, it's like a, infused with melatonin-like tones of my f- ferroni frone, <laughs> which I don't even know what I mean. But I'm glad you're here. And the main thing is I hope I help you fall asleep, all right? Thanks for being here. All right, thank you. So I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson for his music. He He does the theme music for the podcast. He's got a podcast. Sounds like an earful. Over it sounds like an earful. Dot com. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer. They do her artwork. Scotty and Jennifer are helping out. We're getting the t-shirts ready to go. For all of you interested in the t-shirts, we got to thank Scotty and Jennifer. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. Also, Cisco Bunny's advising me on, like, how t-shirts. Uh, what kind? Of, she she's 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 she, she's our t-shirt sales expert, and t-shirts will be on sale June 15th, uh, a tentative sales date, so they'll be on sale June 15th, so 21 days after that, which, I don't know, so July, right before the 4th of July, they'll be no longer on sale, and that'll be at com slash shirt, or shirts. So thank you, Scotty and Jennifer. I want to thank Alexander and Laura that run our Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank some people. I, tw- over on Twitter, I heard from ForkRunner. And I said to myself, what in the fork? When we feel like it, I feel like it's been a year since I talked to ForkRunner. And I haven't even had time to check in with ForkRunner. Straw Vegan, we heard from. And Shrug of if you're getting this, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, and I can tell you all about the setup for the podcast. Also on Twitter, for me, our, our long term buddies Eli, Rebel, Silvertone, Tawny, Words or Birds, Kimberly T. Got a nice message from Kathy C. over on Facebook. I got another message from Summer over on, on Twitter. I want to thank Jennifer, Alexandra, and Laura for for her comments on my laundry. That was nice. And I want to thank uh, everybody that's interested in participating in the sleeper summer. Twenty fifteen is going to be a sleeper summer, so I want you to start, especially if you have a blog. You don't have to. I don't want. I'm not looking for promotion for the podcast here. I want to think about how you can you know, and I want to figure out how to encourage other people. Sleeper summer, we're going to get people finishing projects they started, starting projects they've wanted to start, and just celebrating things they love. 2015, right? 2015 is the year of the sleeper summer, you know, awake. Some things to be awake for. Our sleepers, when you say it, and you know, not for sleeping, it's like, oh, something you missed out on or you've been sleeping on. So, thank you, and thank you all for your constant, uh, you know, interactions and everything like that. Uh, but really, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta grab a box because I just got back. I finally got to the post office when it was, uh, (laughs) you guys are unbelievable. So, I finally got to the post office. When it was open, which I've been in, because I went this weekend, it was like, Jesus, you, you, we took everything out because it was too full. And I said, oh, dear, this is going to be some sort of mail, you know, and I, and I said, I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. Because if somebody said, hey, I just sent you something, and this is the downsides of not having a vehicle. But I said, I'll get there. And you freaking guys, so hold, hold on, I'm not paw- well, even pause it so you can hear me reaching here. Oh, wait, I got to get up, so I'll have a pause it okay, so this might not be that sleepy because there's gonna be a little side noise here. Uh, I'll try to cut out as much of it as I can, but so I, so I get to the post office today and I gotta wait and uh usually the post office manager or somebody they get your packages for you, but not today. So I'm waiting patiently in line, and there's a stack of frickin' letters there, and like boxes and bags of stuff. And I said, what the hell did I... I said, this is the. A- are you sure this isn't the Sleep With Sal podcast? You know, the one about the guy that's really... And they said, no, it's you. And they ch- I double-checked, and I said, so you guys are frickin' unbelievable, Really? So we get to the post office so we could paint the picture. Oh, wait, I just painted the picture. And I so then I just got home. And I said, I'm like, uh, and it's Monday, Monday afternoon. I just got to the post office, put it over the clothes. And I get, I get home. And I had a car share car. And I said, hey, we drop the box off, return the car, run back here. And then I say, oh boy, I got some boxes to open and letters to open. And I've gotten some wonderful things in the mail from some of you guys. But if something tells me there's some sort of conspiracy going on about my cold here. Because that's so, it, it, I'll just, well, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Because again, this is like the third time in a row, I think, in a good way. I was like, oh, I was going to talk about something today. Now we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to go in another direction. Uh, But let me pause it, and then I'll thank everybody. And then hold on one second. Well, how about this? We'll make a little deal, because I want to roll this into a story. I'm going to thank everybody that that sent me something, and and then I'll figure out a way to say what they sent me after. So I got something from Chevy, our buddy Chevy. I got something from Kimberly A. I got something from Kim and Bubba. And Bubba was, Bubba said, oh, jeez, hey, Kim, check on Scooter. Uh, Julie G. I got something for I got something from Julie R. You know, not, I don't think they're related. Uh, Julie and Julie. And I got something from uh, Jennifer now. She she be helping us out with the t-shirts aren't scatty, but she's sending me stuff in the mail. Holy mackerel! But so I'm thinking as I'm gonna fold this all into a story, and we'll, we'll just see how it goes. It'll just be like a a trending tr- Twitter Tuesday. It'll be a trending tea Tuesday. Trending because this is this is T T related. And so what else starts with a T? I was teed. That was tea but but anyway, it's be trending twit tw- trending tea twi- trending tea Tuesday. And I'll probably think of something more witty, but I'm gonna pause it and then I'm gonna be prep pre prep or my randomization of these items and I'll be right back. So it's strange, I feel like a cup of warm tea right now. I actually feel like a bit so it's like the hottest day of the year here so far. And I also, I sort feel like having a cup of warm tea but but I think it's time for a story and I was thinking of this one story I heard just recently i think it was don't know if it was a story you know you know me, I get a little confused. I said "Jesus, this story or fairy tale or it, what's the other one parable or what you said there's another one. I said, you tell it to kids, a fable, is it a fable? And they said, shut up, I'm trying to tell you a story. And I said, whoa, 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 was it a... I was just trying, you know, positive uh, an audience member here. I mean, so that person refused to tell me their story, but then I wandered on... Uh, where was I? I don't remember. It was... Uh, it was a, uh, it felt like a, what was it, a bog? Or a, uh, what is that called? A high, I felt like it was in the Highlands of Scotland. And I was wandering around, and I met this, that, that person, wouldn't tell me a the story, they, they were a pleasant-looking pleasant young person. But then I ran this grouchy old man, and he was working on something, it was really hard-working, but he was old, he had a, some sort of hat on, Beard, a very serious man, high sock wearer. He had a kilt, but I was more focused on his high socks. I said, She said, uh, well, it kind of feeds the purpose of the skirt, the uh, kilt, if your your socks are that high. And he just gave me a look, and it was like, I was like, What do you, I said, Sir, afternoon, just here wandering the highlands. And he said, Oh, you're a island wanderer. And I said, well, general, general wanderer. I prefer, you know, wanderer. Yeah, I'm a wanderer. You know, I wander around and around and around and around and around. But yeah, I just happened to be wandering the islands. I'm in search of a story. And he said, he said, oh, you're a searcher. Yeah, well, no, 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 no trying to make up like I was about to get a story back there from the or fate. Never mind, I don't want to tick you off too. But I said, uh, "Yeah, I was about to get a story, and then I didn't get a story." I said, "Well, since I got a podcast to do, and I'm gonna need a story for it." And I said, and he was working really hard. He was bent over in between these rocks that were." And I said, "You don't mind me asking, what what are you doing?" He said, "Working." Okay. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you're working hard. Working a hobby or working a career. And he slapped me on the back with that one, and he said, "Don't we, we? We all wish we had the answer to that one." And I said, "Well, clearly, he says." I said, well, "What? What exactly?" Are you? He said, "I'm cracking jokes here. I'm a joke cracker." I said, "Okay, wait." I say, "Kill." I said, it "Must be in Scotland. I'm pretty sure there's no sk- language Scottish, but English. I know. I think they speak English." And I was like, "Well, Jesus, so, quaint words." Lo- I said, "Is this a colloquialism or joke cracker?" And, he, 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 and I said, "Can I take?" He said, "No, it's a trade. You, you can't look in the, uh, the stone circle." And I said, you know I'm a story forger Well, well plush story forger. Uh he said you forge stories for, forgeries story forgeries. And I had a guy I said, well that's fine. I said I said you you have a you, you could could you set aside your cracking of jokes? Uh Sir I said what what should I call you? And he said call me Aberdeen and I said Lord Aberdeen And he said just call me Aberdeen and I said, "If I'm gonna put all, this. I said, that's a lot of syllables. I might as well just call you Lord Aberdeen. It doesn't really. Right? Can I call you Ab? ab- dean? You know, see, so you don't look like a dean. That seems pretty Americanized. Aber, ab, aber, aber, Aber's not very ab. Ab's no good. Bur, but Aberdeen, Ab, Abadoo. Ab- How about Abadou? And, and he said he he cracked. It. He said Aberdon't. And I said, I think that's already from a movie. But uh, um." I said, all right, Abs. He said, I "I don't know what you're rocking under that vest. I said, is that a wool vest? It's kind of high. And he he said, pull up a stone. And there happened to be two stones by each other, rounded, you know, rough stones like you'd find in the highlands of your dreams where you'd expect to find a man with high... He said, are you going to narrate my story? I said, sorry, it's just a force of habit. And he said, I have a tale for you, my friend. He, he goes, is a, ta- a dark tale. And I said, did it take place in the highlands? He said, no, no, it took place in the lowlands. And I said, well, just what goes on in the Low? I said, uh, it seems like all the action in Scotland is in the uh, highlands. He said, okay, well... He said, Close your eyes. I want you to picture a family of frogs, spotted Scottish frogs. And I said, was, He said, they're the most friendly frogs you could ever imagine. It was a family of, of three a mother, mother and two sons. And these frogs had been frozen uh, in, in, into a ceramic like prison, and they lived just on the edge of of bog country in a little country house on a shelf looking out a window, never to be touched, and all the children, he goes, and I was one of these children. This was the house of my nana. And I said, oh, you call her nana too? And he goes, no, he goes, we we called her nana ginger. And I said, ah, nana ginger, that's a nice, could I just call her ginger? He, he glared at me, and he goes, we used to always say, you know, Nana, could we play with Nana, Gin- N- Nana Ginger, right? He said, he was. no, we just could. And he breathes he deep again, and I said, I, best, I find it best, you know, for people that I'm telling stories, that is telling stories to me, you know, take a Zen-like attitude. I, you know, look at me, like, be, be the story. Be the listener, even though you're the teller. Also, be the listener. And he said a zen-like state, huh? And he said tazaw. And he like faked, and I jumped off my rock. And I, I said, whoa, this guy. He's. Uh, I said, you're. <laughs> was that you just cracked a joke on me, or jo- joke crack cracker, joke cracked. And he patted the stone I got back on, and he says, so we used to always ask my my nana. Nana Ginger you know can we play with those frogs and she said no 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 that's where the frogs will stay until the day they're rescued away and he said he said you know he goes they look like a tea 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 set and he goes I always used to dream of uh, making some tea and and sitting in, in the floor of the kitchen and of Nana's house, and he goes, because it was in the lowlands, and it would get humid and cold, and, you know, he goes, it was horribly chilly, I said, yeah, I know, I'm familiar, with San Francisco summer's the Bay Area summer, so he said, oh, exactly, and he goes, one night, Nana fell ill, and, uh, He goes, so she was in bed. I said, well, this is my chance. All my other siblings and my cousins, they were away at the summer festival. But I was left to take care for my nana, nana ginger. And he winked like he knew I was waiting for him to say nana ginger. And he goes, well, I think it's my time to have some tea out of these frogs. And so he said he made himself a pot of tea. And as soon as he poured the water into the teak tea, the the biggest, the mother frog, he said, looks like just like a giant teak tea kettle or teak tea. He goes, you know what I mean? I said, yeah, those tea thing. Teapot. And he said, yeah. So he said, so go ahead. I said, I'm a little teapot. Like like a frog, so stout. Here is my, fr- and he said, okay, let me get back to my story. And he, he said, so he goes, as soon as I put the water in my, my, my water into the teapot, my Nana screamed out in pain. And she said, so and he goes, uh, and then she stopped. And he said, and then I added some tea. And I said, what kind of tea are you drinking as a kid? Because I was like, you, 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 he, he said, Scottish tea. And I said, "Okay, say no more. I'll trust you." I said, "Was it a fr- did it fill the room with a fragrant scent of Scottish tea?" And he said, "He said it did. He said it reminded me of my grandpappy." And I said, "What was your grandpappy's?" He, he said, "Grandpappy Jim Ginger." And I said, "Oh yeah, okay." And he said, "Yeah, so it was a good smell." And He goes, "But then my nanny cried out. She she he goes, and then I saw her. She was standing in the doorway." And she was crying out in pain. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, uh, Nana Ginger, I'm making some tea. And she said to me, you know, these are teapots and cups. Even though they look at it, they're poor. They're our family. And he goes, this is your, and he goes, this is a terribly sad tale. But he goes, many years before my mother had disappeared and my two brothers, for we lived in a land. And I said, wait, this is taking a little bit of a turn. And he said, trust me, trust me, this is the tale of the Lowlands. This is how we tell the tales in the Lowlands. And I said, maybe, I said, you don't have any American relatives, do you? Because I said, this is really, uh like I tell me, you know, he said, it's like a, a long second act, no first act, you know, no you know. He said, Is that so that's how you guys do it too? He goes, Sometimes we just do a first act and then, you know, bada ba boom, the end. And then I, I said, Are you crack, Are you joke cracking or cracking? he held his hand for me to go, so, and I did because he was a wizened man in a kilt and high socks that had refused to go down I said wow those are just some powerful I said I wonder if that's like a lamb's intestine or something inside those socks keeping them so tight but he said this is your mother and your two brothers and Nana said to her he said this and Nana said to him and she said why and she poured out the water and filled it with cool water and he said, then suddenly my nana began to change from a, a nana ginger into a bird. And, and I was like, whoa, wait, what kind of bird? He goes, a purplish bird, a resplendent purple bird with purple hair, giant wings. And I said, nana ginger, who are you? And she said, "I'm Grace the Phoenix, a goddess, and former queen of the high lowlands." And I said, you almost said highlands. He said, "Yeah, you know we we you know we got a thing with the highlands, you know, inferiority complex." And He goes, "Just wait." And he, he says, "She she she started to kiss it," and he goes, "Then I started to realize she was serious. You know, she changed into a bird. This could be my mother and my brother, you know." And I said, Nana, what is happening? I'm so confused. And he says, she told me, you know, that we were spirit people and we had lived in the lowlands for the time before man. And as this man came, you know, it pushed its way onto the lowlands. And, but for the time... All of time the spirits of the lowlands and the spirits of the highlands have been at war, and he goes an evil warrior loved your mother one time, a warrior from the highlands named Coco Spice. And I said Coco Spice and he said yes Coco Spice. He was a powerful warrior, and when your mother when your mother refused to love him he promised he would she scorned him. She said he was too much of a war- warlike warrior who loved only war, and he swore he would have your mother, but your mother fell in love with your father, uh, Aberdeen, and, 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 and first she had two older boys, and they were a happy family. But then war fell across the lowlands and the highlands, and Coco Spice and his army invaded. And your father was sent out to to fight with the boys. Your father was a powerful wizard. And he said, uh, uh, Aberdeen said, to, uh, he said, well, was my father. Should I call you Grandma Spice, Nana Spice? Wait, Nana, Ging, Nana Grace, Nana Ginger. She said, do not worry, my son. Your father was a went out, to defend the Lowlands. His name. We never speak of him, and I know it's been hard for you. But his name was True Lemon, and he joined the armies that rose up against Coco Spice. And for a while, the two armies fought, mostly some wrestling and a lot of things. But Coco Spice had sworn he would capture your mother and set an example for the people of Lowland, that the Lowland people and the women of the Lowland people couldn't choose to love who they wanted to love. But that people like Coco Spice that had the power and were used to choosing, you know, she said, I'm from the Highlands and I'm a powerful warrior. I choose, I decide. He said, the war will, and he unleashed a powerful weapon. What kind of weapon, you know, that's what he says. What kind of weapon did you unleash Great uh, grandma, nana, uh, ginger, ginger Ginger grace? I said, what well, if we just call her, ginger grace? Nana ginger grace. Nana ginger. And he said, sure, sure I'm telling the story. I said, okay, I'm sorry. A powerful, powerful grumpy dinosaur rose out from the peep, the peep, bogs of, of this uh, this place that ran down the center of uh, the spiritual Scotland. Many people would say, oh, this is not true. There is no dividing line between the Lowlands and the Highlands. Some would even say, oh, this is nonsense, but I was there. And a grumpy dinosaur who took on the armies of the Lowlands... With its powers of grump, and I I said, like, so she's dinosaurs in Scotland. So that's a whole thing. You see, you should crack some jokes about that, Joe Cracker. And he said, you see, a tear ran down his eye. So, oh, this is a fan. I said, this must be a true story. And then he went back into his Nana Cocoa. No, it it wasn't Cocoa Spice Nana, it was Nana Ginger Nana. Grace, I think, and he said the dinosaur, a grumpy dinosaur came across all the lowlands and sent all the soldiers to the place beyond the spirit world, and she, she said to me, Aberdeen, your mother rose up as, as the men were sent to the place beyond the spirit world." I said that so, sounds like an intent. He said, "Quite. Please, your mother. She was a powerful worker of a sorceress, if you will. And she went to see Coco Spice. would Would conquered lands. And she said, you have taken my true lemon from me.' And her two her two young sons were were, were there." And she was with child with you, Aberdeen. And she said, I call upon you to cease the c- cocoa spice with your, your warring and your destroying and your, your gr- grouchy dinosaurs. And she said, I'm calling on a spell. I'm taking a fusion of the green of the earth and the white of the high Scottish rocks and she called upon those powers deep, deep within the earth deep within the earth of our isle. I says, Scatland, are you sure Scatland's an Isle? I says Shh sh- sh- I live here. And see you only has Scatchaca, okay. It is the power descended into the heavens. A storm came and raged and struck down many of Coco Spice's most powerful soldiers. And Coco Spice yelled, I will never cease to make war until you are mine. And she said, I will never be yours, for I call upon the sleepy cloud. And then a cloud swirled down and surrounded all of the men. And all the men fell asleep, but it was only a temporary thing. And then the people of Alolan said to, they said to your mother, they were Arabs. They said, when they awake, they will, continue. why cannot you marry Coco Spice? Do what is best for your people. And your mother, she was torn between her love of her people and her love... Of, of her own rights to, to to choose her destiny. And she was so angry, she yelled and yelled, and now I had gone away, far, far away, and many other, you know, as a bird, bird, bird goddess woman, you know, that's why your mother asked father you know, your Grandpa Papi is a human, I am a goddess, you know. And I came to the land, and I came to her cry, she was angry with me and every other... Spirit, and she said, "Fetch me my husband." And I said, "He is beyond the spirit world. I cannot fetch him for you." And besides, you know, just like we, we, you know, we're, 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 we're powerful women. We was, uh, and no. Uh, and she said, "Mother," and she told me everything that had happened. I said, "Oh, you humans! I just wish." You know, Pappy, Pappy Ginger, he was a lovely... I said, well, he's a charmer. He was a little bit of a sexpot, that Pappy puppy, uh, puppy Ginger. And he, you know, he, he was he was as smooth as... I said, oh, she's his humans. But I said, what, what you, would you have me do? And she said, "Frig, you're a goddess, Mother. Why don't you... I, I call on my most powerful spells... And all I could do was put these people to sleep. If I had the power to force peace I would if I but I cannot go with this warlike warrior, Cocoa Spice. And I that was the first time I said Coco spice that's a nice little ring to it, cocoa spice. And I and, and grandma, grandmother, I called upon the magic. I said I I could protect you from the cocoa spice. And one day you will have someone that could rise up and defend you. But know that the only way to hide you is to hide myself, so I will not be able to free you. And she said, Mother, I do not want you just do it. And I used my power uh, to f- freeze your mother and her brothers so they would not be... "'Deal with this cocoa spice.' "'I turned them into a teapot and teacups, "'and I became... "'I be, i would become your grandpa, Grandma Ginger, "'and yes, your mother, she delivered you as a child "'before she became fully frozen in the ceramic.' And "'I had my hand up, but Aberdeen already knew the question. "'I said, well, he, and he said, he, he asked uh, Grandma uh, Ginger Grace, "'he, he said, uh, so I'm a frog, not a man.' And she said, You are a frogman. And I now give you the quest to free your mother from, 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 from it. And I, when I said, When did this happen? Because I'm, I, said, I, said, I, said, I, said, I said, This happened, and now you're a joke cracker. You're just in the middle of these. And he said, Hold on, hold on. And I said, I'm trying, man. And he, he said, My grandmother. He said, only you, he goes, you burned your insides of your mother, I think. I don't know what he does to ceramics, but I know it's not right, drinking out of your mother's a strange thing for a boy. And good thing, you didn't drink out of your brother's, they'd probably, I said, well, you're, you're, you but I, he said, this is your mother, and these are your brother's. And I know this is terribly confusing to you, because you thought I was just your great nana ginger, You didn't know I was uh, a goddess. And I cannot return to be a goddess unless you go... You go to a kingdom far away. Where? Far in the highlands. Just on the edge of the spirit world lives Coco Spice's daughter in a castle defended by a dragon and you must go there and inside that castle sleeping in a deep deep slumber is a bear and the bear is dressed like a man he looks just like a man you must get past the dragon you must get past the queen coco spices daughter probably warlike i don't know i've been hiding out so i have not dealt with these upper class if people, what do you, you, must get past them. And they keep it deep in the dungeon, a very luxurious dungeon, because they keep the bear at slumber. But if you awake that bear, who lives in a deep tropical wreck, Sunder, he will awake and he will bellow so loudly. that my power will return and the spell I cast can only be broken by the bellowing of an awakened bear. For we will reawaken my power like a phoenix, and it will shatter the spell that keeps your mother and your brothers both prisoners and safe, in the irony of defending them from cocoa spice. And Aberdeen said he used a nanogram of ginger. Is this all... What happened to Coco Spice? And she said, he rose in power to rule both the spirit world and the human world of Scotland. And not as we know it, you know, this we live in an illusion controlled formally by Coco Spice who became so powerful he tried to call on the powers of dragons from around the world, from all sorts of universes. And then and, and he rose, he got the most powerful dragon to destroy the rest. And that dragon in Cocoa Spice planned on ruling the world forever. He was still searching for your mother. And he would ride the dragon around the world. And he did have a child... I said, a child with a dragon? Or. His Aberdeen said, I don't know. He had a lovely daughter. But at some point, the dragon got tired of flying around, and his daughter grew older. The daughter and the dragon became friends, and the dragon taught the daughter the ways of. She taught the daughter about pointless quests in letting people choose, or making them think they choose, instead of just a standoff, as the father was known to force his will on the... And there was many people that had made their gripes with the dragon, including all the dragons the dragon took out. And the dragon I said, Jesus, I, I would have liked to have a dragon to hang out with, and now I'm the only one. Uh, maybe the dragon had some secret agenda. "'But then the dragon destroyed Coco Spice, "'and now Coco Spice's his daughter, you know, rules the kingdoms. "'And I said, but is she half-bad? "'Is she good or bad, or uh, war not "'He said, I, I only knew I had to go into that castle, "'get past the dragon, past the daughter, "'into the depths of the castle.' And awake the bear. And I said, of interest, okay. So what what happened next? He said, well, I'm about to tell you. He said, I endured a long quest to to reach that castle. Across the lowlands, across the highlands, through many, many small challenges, getting lost and dealing with trolls that follow my riddles three. And unicorns who lost their horns, and I say, well, I thought those horns were aren't those permanent?" And he said, oh, yeah it was, it was a spirit bear, spirit bear. And I said oh I said, so if it's a spirit world, is it a metaphor or is it something that really ha- happens?" They said, "What about those guys that the horse guys, you know half man, half horse?" Oh, yes, I faced many of those. Yes, I did. I had to tame the, uh... i got to get to the point here. And I said, okay, I'm just probing your story for more good stuff. This is good stuff. And he said, well, that was what I was thinking, is I needed some good stuff to get past the dragon. And on my quest, every quest, I said, what would you do? They said, oh, you've you've bested us. You've bested the trolls. You've bested us bog bog boggers. You've bested us horsemen. You've found our missing unicorn horns. They said, one more. Can you play a unicorn horn when it's not on its head? He said, yes, you can. It makes a sound sound too beautiful for us to hear, I think. I couldn't hear anything. Everyone else was weeping. I said, oh, she said, what a rip-off, huh? And he said, oh, it saves you recovery from, you know, being upset. I said, okay. I said, and he said, after I solved all of those quests and many more quests, you know, too many quests to describe to you with your questions, so many, I would say... They would say to me, "Oh yes, you yes, see you know, and I'd say, Well, what advice would you have for a young man? Oh, I said, this was when you were young say I just for some reason, I thought this just happened you know every one of my stories got this with a character, they go you hey, know give me a look like I did, so I am oh, sorry about that you were about he said, as I was saying the uh I said, what would you give advice to a young man who had to face a dragon? And they said, oh, he said, I would, you know, and he said, they would all laugh and say, good luck. But he said, the horseman said, bring a cougar. And I I, I said to myself, what do you mean, bring a cougar? And they said, bring a cougar as a gift for it to eat. And I said, "Ooh, it's such a interesting idea." I said, "Do you think the dragon would appreciate that?" And if they said yeah, it was uh, many benefits to feeding a dragon a cougar, many downsides to trying to catch a cougar, though. And then they had a laugh and they trotted off. And I was at that time I was close, you know, close to the, to the border, the border of borders. Where the castle stood, you could see it for miles away. And I was is it a foreboding castle or a, uh, were we were inviting? And he said, I was filled with foreboding when I looked at how inviting it was. And he goes, I began to ask the people about the queen, and they said, oh, queen Cocoa Spice. And he said, that created even more foreboding. And I said, I said, I'll be honest with you, Aberdeen, it's probably... Other than Cocoa Fallout, I said, does she have a daughter, Coco Fallout? And I said, because Coco Spice is so, so titillating of a name, Cocoa Spice. And he, he sighed. I said, I guess he agrees. Cocoa, what do you think about Cocoa Fallout? And he said, "Coco Fallout, what is Cocoa, what is Fallout? And I said, well, Jesus, you're the joke cracker. Like, you know, when you're sitting on a rock, you, 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 you said, that's fall off, Coco fall off. And I said, okay, just, you, just get back to the... He was looking at the castle. I was, was uh, filled with mail. And he goes, I did catch myself saying many times, Queen Coco Spice. He goes, but the lands, they were peaceful, the people... They seemed determined to do their duty, and they would give a percentage of their things to keep the the castle and the dragon fed. They said the land, the last town before the castle, so the castle was surrounded by a giant jungle. Wait, a Scottish jungle, huh? A giant jungle. Well, I knew I could find a cougar, but I had no idea what I, I how how to catch a cougar. If you catch him, if he hollers, let him eat me. Catch a tiger by the toe. He said we well, could catch a tiger by the toe if he hollers, Let it, don't let him go. In your case, catch a cougar by the toe. It doesn't really go. And I said, Well, Jesus, did, did you get any advice on it? And he said, No. So I stayed for some time, and I said, oh, I made small talk with strangers. And I said, oh, that is quite the jungle surrounding that castle of Queen Coco Fallout. And I said, you cracked a joke on me there, Joe Cracker. And he said, Queen Coco Spice. And I said, I wonder if that is filled with cuckoos that jungle or tigers or beasts, and they said it is filled with some cougars, and, you know, it's a biodiverse area protected by the queen for its diversity of creatures, as a binome or some such thing. And so people are forbidden to, to muck about in there. And I said, Well is there any natural selection or natural? She says "The uh, their population's grown wane that that ever sends the cougar, that ever sends the cougars outside of the uh you know the, the uh, outside of there to look for food. And he said, I asked that question to every person and he goes one day I came across a man who said to me, "Yes, sir, well, there was one time long ago, where the kookas roamed. The population of skinks and other kooka foods had collapsed." He said it was due to King Cocoa Fallout's last dragon purge. Before he goes, that was the reason the queen declared it a binome, by you know, to leave it alone. And I said, he said, you're an old man. What did you do to protect your family from cougars? And he said, well, I, I'm an alchemist, and I, I, in my spare time I made up a cougar, cougar tranquilizer to put the cougars to sleep, and then I would drag them back into the forest and, uh, you know, usually they get eaten by other cougars, but they would be, you know, they would uh, be away from my place. And it was it worked probably, you know, some boy that reduced the population of the cougars, restoring the, you know, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, because they would have starved anyway, very merciful in some sense. And I said, getting eaten by a cougar as a cougar while you're asleep? And he said, that's just like an American doo-doo. And I said, sorry, my head is, totally. And he said, so I said, can you make me some of this cougar tranquilizer? And he said, "I can." And I said, "How powerful can you make it?" And he said, w- "What are you planning on doing?" And I saw some. And I, I said, "I need it for the biggest cougar ever made." And he, he this man said, and he, "He said, what are you, what are you up to, boy?'" And I, I was honest with him. I said, "I am not going to let sleeping bears lie." And he said, You're going to awaken the bear, eh? He goes, Well, I have some ceramic family here. I recognize you as a ginger. And I said, Well, uh, uh, I guess I am a ginger. I, uh, I'm confused. I may be a frogman. Uh, probably I'm a frogman, so I'm not sure if uh, I might be a grace. And he said, anyway, yeah, and he cooked me up some cougar tranquilizer. And and then I took the cougar tranquilizer, I caught a skink, I coated it into a cougar tranquilizer, quad quad tensile strength. And the cougar fell asleep, it was still... And I I said, you're getting right to the end, aren't you? He said, of course I am. And the cougar, and then I coated the cougar in some cougar tranquilizer, and I threw it over my shoulders. And then I put the cougar around my neck. It was snoring and drooling. And I went a walk to the castle, and then the dragon. I thought it was a bridge, believe it or not. It was. It looked like a green bridge. I was about to step on it, and the dragon was lifted up. And he said, What are you doing, sir? And I said, I'm out for a walk. I've uh, found some some strange things in the bino Bahino down there. Someone left behind this uh, cougar cougar warmer, and he said, "What is a cougar warmer?" I said, "It's like a cougar, but it does not bite. It just it, it just uh, you wear it. It keeps you warm." And I said, I think it's a cougar. That uh, I said, I said, I, I said, I don't, I don't know. It's an extra tasty cougar, I believe. And he said, But my boy, he said, the dragon said, Well, clearly the cougar is ill. And I said, No, 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 it's just not ill. It's, it's resting. I was kidding. It uh, was sleeping. And he said, You were able to pick it up and carry it without waking cougar. And I said, Well, no, I, I, I yeah. And he said, "Well, there's a." And I said, "Yeah, well." Yeah. And he said, "Clearly, the is not as ill." And I said, "You, I, I knew dragons were intelligent, but not as intelligent as you." I'll tell you what, my dragon friend. Are you a friend of the bio, biodiversity down there? And the dragon said, "The one I serve is." And I live to serve her. So, so yes, I I am a fan of the biodiversity down there in the jungle, the Scottish jungle. And I I told uh, I told the uh, the dragon. I said, "Well, by the way, what's your name?" And he said, "My name is Stash." And I said, "That's a popular name for dragons, isn't it?" And he said, it may be. I don't, I don't know any other dragons. I defeated them all, so it's the only dragon in Scotland. And I said, well, you think you got a problem with people uh, putting cougars to sleep? Uh, you know, I said, oh, you have an ill cougar problem down there in your biodiversity. And uh, I'm just trying to help you figure it out as a good citizen of... Uh, You know, I'm from far away, but I was just out wandering. And the dragon said, well, I will need to check with the queen. And I said, well, how good is your tasting, dragon? Would you be able to tell? How's your dragons and cougars cross-share diseases? And the dragon Stash laughed. I said, no, of course not, we don't. And I said, well, I said, Jesus, and what about, uh, was there anything, uh, what what do you, so you couldn't catch it? I said, could you taste it? Would it be, taste terrible if it was sick? Would you be able to say, "Well, Jesus, it's just sick. I can feel a little fever in there. It's not. It's not a bad. T-. I said, what's the flavor of a a fevered cougar uh, compared to you know, a fluish cougar or the equivalent? You see, you've seen your, your 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 human friends get sick before. Do dragons get sick? And Stash laughed again. I was, I like, hey, well. And, and. Uh, he he said, Well, she said, maybe I'll take a try. That's a great idea. And I said, Then we could tell your your queen together. You know, we'll, we could work on them solving the problem. I just happened to uh, I work in a forest down in the lowlands. And then the dragon said, In the lowlands We don't dear and then he, he said into catch. and then it was a, and then I was taken prisoner by the dragon. And they said you ought to wait in our prison for trial uh, by Queen uh, Coco Spice. And I was never more afraid. I was just a boy, man, you know, a boyish man. And I they, and I said they didn't send you down to the same cell and then you just woke the bear up in that end of the story, right? And he said that would be convenient, but no... I'm afraid that uh, there is a second part to this tale, and I said, "Well, so you can't finish it in the next." Cut. And he said, "No, i have to tell you how I became a joke cracker, a cracker of joke." I said, "Well, I'm not. I was more interested in the fro- ceramic frog part of the story. And wasn't there a T ending with T? Well, you'll have to wait till you'll have to return." Wait. So I have to return here to this. So oh, i must spend the night. I guess spend the night. You say you can spend the night with me. Is it be your a, a frog pretending to be a human? Correct. You won't know until I conclude the story, my friend. So come. Let's return to my home, a home built by By. by I cannot tell you but you can have a glass of tea with me. Would you have anything that's non-imbued with the essence, of, you know, like actual fake, fake. Some, you know, I want to drink out of something that hasn't been a person or an a animal person, frog, lizard person before. Oh, yes, I would never serve you out of one of my family. And so then we return to his little... um you know, beautiful little country house, and we gathered around the fireplace, and then we had some tea. We had some sleepy tea and some cloud tea. He actually had this thing called cloud tea. I don't know. I think it was some kind of kit he bought on the Internet where he just poured clouds. And then we were t- and I said, this is cracking jokes because he was, you know, was drinking a cloud here. He said, that's not a joke. But yeah, so I guess I'll try to finish this story up in the next couple episodes. But, uh, you know, that's a little bit about the tale. Tea Tuesdays is whatever it's called. But if you guys didn't send me that tea, and I don't say, Jesus, someone behind all this, or did you guys send it? That's the other question, or... Did you send it, in, uh, 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 like, individually. So, uh, we'll be back soon with uh, either part two or another episode and then part two. All right, good night. Hey, guys, it's, uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to edit this episode. So when you're, I don't know when you'll be hearing this. But I just want you to know the, the following or the preceding episode, uh story... It's brought to you by some secret, secret tiantas, secret tiantas. Uh, Jennifer B, uh, Kimberly A, Julie R, Kim and Bubba F, Julie G, and Chevy. Chevy M C M C C, and Chevy uh, also. Uh, made a donation on behalf of us to uh, Beyond Blue, a, a charity for depression and mental illness, that I'll, I'll link to in the show notes. So, uh, thank you, <laughs> Jeez, thank you, I, I, thank you guys so much. It really uh, it makes me feel things, special things. And uh, really touching. And uh, I know, I know probably there's other you involved in this, behind this sort of nonsense, which is wonderful nonsense. And also, I took a picture, and of course, I don't know what the hell the picture of the stack of stuff did not take. Uh, But thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, you're either hearing this at the end of the episode or the beginning, I don't know when. All right.